Oh, oh, Gravity Falls, it is good to be back! See you next time on my podcast. I'm Raul Rodriguez, and here's with me my elegant Billy Bullerhan. Aw, thank you, buddy. Yeah, what's up, guys? Today we are covering Season 2, Episode 10. Uh, Northwest Manor Mystery. Ooh. You should have done it in a Morgan voice. The Northwest Manor Mystery. God. <laughs> yeah, but this episode is amazing. This is one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. Because it's the most violent. One of the most violent episodes of the whole series. And it's kind of like a Ghostbusters kind of vibe. But also a supernatural kind of vibe too at the same time. And this episode is fucking amazing. And if we start the episode, we see this is the second time that we have seen the in the series the Northwest Manor. There's a thunderstorm, and we see Priscilla Northwest. I was like, I must say, the guilt, the guest list of this year's party has so much diversity. And then we hear Preston's Northwest voice, and it's like, yes, a nice mix of millionaires and billionaires. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And billionaires. Ooh. I was like, <laughs> damn, that's a really good joke. Put the oyster fork at an angle. We're not animals, man. And that's Nathan Fillion, right? That is Nathan Fillion, this Preston Northwest. And then we see Priscilla now, where the devil is? And then we see that he's looking at Pacifica. And I was like, Pacifica, what did I tell you about that dress? The theme is sea foam green, not lake foam green. Go and change. I kind of like it. And Preston was like, mind your mother. But, and this is a thing. That I'm like, the show doesn't touch it, but with Pacifica's reaction to that fucking bell. It's like Pavlov's dog. Mm-hmm. Which, if you don't know, Pavlov's dog is something in psychology where, uh, also, sorry about the background noise, that's my fucking dog. <sighs> she always ruins everything. Um, speaking of dogs. Um, where this um, guy Pavlov used a bell to get dogs to salivate and he noticed every time that they heard the bell that they would expect uh, a treat so they would um um salivate in the mouth so he did experiments to just see if you hear a certain noise you expect something right that's that's the whole thing with it you get taught in that in basic psychology so i liked that they brought it to because the same applies to humans yeah, but also the way that you see Pacifica, for me, I see it as a reaction of fear. I think that Pacifica has been abused. And it shows like, a, if I ring this bell more than, say, let's say more than 10 times, you're going to get like the belt, or maybe you're going to be locked down in an attic or something. 
it also reminded me of, even though there's not a bell in flowers in the attic, but it reminded me of that kind of like psychological conditioning. The way, uh, oh my God, conditioning flowers in the flowers in the attic is, oh my God. Oh. But yeah, and so um, we see that he just rings the bell and Pacifico's like, yes, father. And we see that the ground starts shaking all of the table and the place and the utensils as all of a sudden they stare at something. Oh no, it's happening. As we see so many things like flying in the air. I was like, uh, and we see, you are my possessions. Oh baby, says Preston. But more things are flying uh, against him. And they're both underneath the bed. I was like, underneath the bed, the table. I was like, this is a disaster. The party's just in 24 hours. I was like, surely there's someone who can handle this sort of nonsense. And then a newspaper comes of Dipper fighting a giant vampire next to Bluffs and Deputy Derlin. A vampire bat. A vampire bat. Just a giant. But yeah, Bluffs and Derlin being (laughs) incompetent. It's just Dipper as well. That's an epic photo that, that I forgot his name already. Uh, the the gossiper? No, the 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 reporter. What you mean, Toby determined? The reporter. Yes, Toby determined. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it Toby determined? Yeah, that's a really good photo that he took. Uh, for the article. And then we cut to a. Then we cut to a shortened theme song. This is the first time in the series because that this that's episode happened. is heavy, and it's long. Yes, and it needed to um. Cut the bullshit. Even though it's a great intro sequence. Yep, and uh, I love that Dipper's watching TV. He's got a really sweet setup, by the way. It's like the pillows, the snacks, and everything. And then, you asked for it, you got it. An entire 48-hour marathon of ghost harassers on the used-to-be-about-history channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good joke. Be, and then Dipper's like, be strong, bladder. We're not going to move till sunset. We interrupt this program to bring you breaking news. <laughs> That's totally determined. Yeah, and then Mabel, Candy, and Grenda come in. Fucking Grenda jumps right in front of all of them and breaks a yes! lamp. <laughs> and me too! Make room for Grenda! Boom! Uh, that's my girl. <laughs> well, tonight's the night. I've been here for days! <laughs> He's like super tattered. And filthy, oh, filthy like McGucket. Mm-hmm. The Northwest family's annual high society shindig ball siree is here. Even though common folk aren't let in, that doesn't stop us from camping out for a peek at the fanciness. And then Dipper has my thoughts. Um, can someone please explain why people care about this? I totally agree. It's like uh, the Bachelor or the Kardashians for me. I'm like, why does anybody care about this? Hey, well, like uh, doesn't say I don't care about that neither. But talking about the only thing that I used to care when before John Rivers died, I used to watch all of her things about fashion during the Oscars. Oh, and on the, the on the e carpet, on the yeah. e carpet, like Fashion Police and the other shows that she would do because she would do some really great commentary and so funny. But I'm like, she's gone and her daughter is not the same. So I don't I don't care I mean, about that. Not, not in anymore. terms of looks, but I mean like in co- humor, comedy. like humor and commentary. Oh yeah, nobody could nobody mm-hmm. could be Joan Rivers. Even though her daughter is cool, but I'm like you're not Joan though. But yeah, and so 
they're so but they want to be they want to i was like oh my god this is the best party of all time says grinda rich food richer boys grinda is so thirsty so many times it's like and they have a i heard that in in every gift basket there's a live quail inside also talking about how the the baskets are the Oscars. <laughs> they have an iphone or a mac or a gift card for five hundred dollars whatever and then candy was like give me your life pacifica and then Dipper's like, guys, in case you already forgotten, Pacific Northwest is the worst. And someone knocks the door. And that's not jealousy talking. I say that to her face, Pacifica. I need your help. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's the best joke. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's he did what he said he would do. She's like, I don't want to be seen in this hovel. But there's some haunting. Oh yeah, and she's like yeah. incognito with like sunglasses and a trench coat for some reason, or like a long brown coat. And there's some ha- something haunting Northwest Manor, and the party could be ruined. And the Dipper's like, "Why should I trust you? All you've ever done is try to humiliate me in Maple." And then she's like, "I'll give you anything." Hi, Pacifica. Excuse me, Dipper. Don't you see what this means? If you help Pacifica, you can get us invites to the greatest party of all time. What, Mabel? This is Pacifica we're talking about. But it's Candy and Grinda's dream. Dream. It's always something about when Candy and Grinda are in the episode. It's because Candy and Grinda want something, though. I notice a pattern. Yeah, they're very needy. <laughs> Women, am I right? <laughs> I just got canceled. And you got canceled. But there's some needy men, too, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Especially when they're horny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guilty is <so>, charged. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and then uh, then Dipper was like, oh, fine, I'll pass your ghost. Ghostbusters reference? But in, in exchange, I'll need three tickets to the party. Desperate. Uh, desperate. <laughs> red. Like, you're just lucky and desperate. And Mabel and Grinda, get the goo gun. We're making dresses. <laughs> That's the thing that I love about Mabel and Grinda and Candy. They will do everything home own and they will make it fast just to do whatever the situation needs to do. Yeah. And then you come to the Northwest Mansion inside and it's awesome. But also you notice how Alice Hirsch and the animators did that thing of like, making it feel like the barrier between glass like the way that the gate on the outside looks so dirty and horrible and when it opens like when the limo is coming in mm-hmm. yeah i agree and then everything is bright and, and uh, shiny and clean oh man is it clean it's like parasite yeah now that would be interesting if there was the paris if this inspired parasite because they could have gotten a lot darker Although this is pretty dark. You'll you'll see why. It is pretty dark. And then um, my favorite is the cider fountain. Because they have a thing with ciders and just apples in general. That's one of their holdings. Yeah, and the other thing that I'm like, when they see the fancy floor and the fancy plants, I was like, and the fancy man. This is the thing that they do later, later from like, when Candy is like deciding between the chocolate fountain or the cheese fountain, and she does both, and I'm like, that would taste disgusting. <laughs> I can't believe that would taste disgusting, though. Yeah, especially if they're fondue. Uh-huh. I like fondue cheese and fondue chocolate, but come on. And they see that they, even the bag has a, the live quail 
And then we see Preston. Oh, it's in the man of the hour. Hopefully you can help us with our little situation before the case, the guests arrive in an hour. I'll do my best, says the per Preston is a splendid. Pacifica, tell our guests to the problem room. And he's not wearing that, you see he. And uh, Pacifica, I'm on it. He gets his James Bond moment where he gets to dress in the top. I call Dipper Cinderella moment too because he never dresses that way. And he, he, he dresses fancy. Yeah. I mean, hell, Mabel doesn't either. And the dresses that they all wear, not too bad, actually. Yeah, they did a pretty good job. Mabel's makes the most sense, though. I mean, yeah, it really makes a lot of sense. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, Dipper's like, who are you impressing with this stuff? Everyone, you wouldn't understand. High standards are what make the Northwest family great. And he goes, funny, I thought it was lying about founding the town. Which, um, that was a reference to an earlier Season episode. Season one, episode eight, I think, or seven? Irrational treasure. Mm -hmm. When we found out that the founder of the town, the Northwest, was a complete idiot and it was great and then uh grenda finds the guest list and they're they're like oh who is this marius von fundhauser he's a baron from austria damn we got mabel forget the quail i'm putting him in my guest basket damn mabel <laughs> yeah and then they're like okay uh can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think this boy is out of our league. That's what Grenda says. And uh, Candy's like, Grenda's right. He's a white whale. Hunting him will destroy us. There's a ton of cute boys coming. Let's wear the uh, sister's truce to not waste time on Marius. And they all place their hands together. Deal! <laughs> <laughs> and then they come into the room with all the dead stuffed animal heads on the wall. And the paintings and the fireplace, and it's something out of like the creepy mansion that you would um, expect. It reminded and, me uh, kind of like a Vincent yeah. Price hunting kind of like scenario, the way that it was like the way that it was animated with all of the reds and the blacks. Oh, yeah. And then they're just like, so this is the room where it's happening. I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> and even Dipper immediately says, yep, this looks like the kind of room that would be haunted, all right. And he looks like ghosts fall on a on a ten category scale. Flooring plates and floating plates sounds like a category one. And we see the ten and then the one where it's just like this weird Casper <laughs> thing. And then are you gonna bore him back into the afterlife from reading from this book? Nope, he's got some. I assume it's holy water. Yep, some anointed water, and it should be probably. And he should be out of your probably fake blonde hair. What about my hair? <laughs> and then he has a not PKE meter, but an EMF detector. And it's picking up something. And then we see the painting of the big lumberjack. The guy inside has disappeared. But then it comes out and uh, we just see all the animals blood is rushing from their mouths and their eyes and they're just saying ancient sins ancient sins and shit is flying everywhere books furniture weapons antique weapons and the chandelier in this moment i'm like hello disney 
damn, he got violent with the with the blood. It looks amazing. Hail Satan! It was like, and the other thing that Dipper should have said instead of with the EMF, he should have said like in Supernatural, EMF is going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and yep, now it's a category ten. Ten. Ancient blood and blackened skies, the forest dark shall once more rise. And they're like, "What do we do?" And then Dipper, of course, says, "It can't get worse than this." And then look out, the anvil of irony, because it's the ghost of the Northwest Manor, this lumberjack who has a fucking axe in his head, mm-hmm. which materializes in his hand. But the way that he, we see the flames from the fireplace and we see the skeleton getting out and the way that he's melted. It's super, it's super creepy. And I'm like, yes, Gravity Falls, yes. This is not a fucking um, from five years and younger episode of Proof. I need you to be like eight and up to see this episode. <laughs> but yeah, and then we see how his beer and the ma- it's made of fire and the ice on his head was like, I smell a Northwest. Come out, come out, whatever you are. <laughs> and Pacifica, hurry, hurry, read through your dumb book already. Hey, I'm looking and I'm not dumb, okay? The book is going to save our lives. All right, here we go. And then he he reads, uh, pray, he reads what it says, pray, he reads, sees between the black line and the category 10 and says, pray for mercy. Oh, seriously? Yep. Who shouldn't have come here? And then it's like, ah. But then we get the uh, the guests have arrived. And uh, including the Harlem Globetrotters ripoff. And this guy's just like, yo, what up, Preston? <laughs> and reclusive 102-year-old mayor of Gravity Falls, Mayor Buffle Fumper. Or, yeah, Buffle Fumpter. And the fucking vultures. It's okay, they're with me. <laughs> this is Alice Hirsch, one of the merry characters that... that oh my god, no, the best thing after that is, tonight we will enjoy only the finest of tastes and only the snootiest of laughter. Oh! <laughs> Just the way that guy is fucking animating. I could not stop laughing. No, the way that he... He looks like that from the Disney 70s era. It looks like a cooper. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he reminds me with his nose? He looks like that that Ichabod in Disney. He doesn't have the Ichabod crane. Yeah. Yeah, like Ichabod. Oh my god. <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> it cracked my shit up. And then we <laughs> Put the fondue door for down. I want to, but I can. And then we see the butler introducing Varon Marius von Funhauser. And Marius is like, Guten Tag. Oh, Guten Tag me now. Take me now, says Mabel. <laughs> Damn, Mabel, you're thirsty. Yeah, the thirst is very, very strong with Mabel in this episode. I mean, more than usual. <laughs> and Mabel, and then Grin was like, Mabel, we had a truce. And then, yes, yes, a true. So, Grenda, can you go fetch us some fancy napkins? And Grenda, okay. Yeah, also, Marius' freaking hair. Mm-hmm. So long and luxurious. He looks like the hair reminds me of Lestat in the interview with a vampire. It does. He does kind of remind me of Lestat. 
which is the best Tom Cruise role, by the way. He needs to do more shit like That's that. That's his best performance he... as a gay vampire. Oh Accepted, my... Tom. You're gay. <laughs> you can't catch me, gay thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's always running in his movies. Yes. That, that Family Guy joke. <laughs> Remember when Family Guy used to be funny? Uh... You want to know why? It's because Seth MacFarlane was the writer. And now he doesn't write at all because he's focusing it on the Orville and then they get all these shitty writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we miss Seth MacFarlane's witty writing. Except for Ted 2. That was... That wasn't that... That was not great. Or A Million Ways to Die in the West? That was also... But the first Ted. Great. It's great. Um, And then uh, they're just like, yeah, these boys are fancy. We gotta... We they're like uh Candy and Mabel are just like we're gonna team up to take this guy, but we can't have Grenda because she is way too aggressive. And then Grenda does that thing that my sister used to do with me when we were little. I fucking hate that thing. The fucking nose thing and to put to hit you with the uh the what's on your shirt? Boop. <laughs> yeah, I hate that so much. The uh, the first time I was watching this episode, my sister was right there next to me, and I'm like, "Huh, I like her." And I'm like, "Oh, shut up!" <laughs> I'm gonna do that to you next time. <laughs> oh hell no, no! You would just you would pop my head <laughs> off of my body if that happened. For those of you who don't know that Raúl is he is a very large man. He's built like the kingpin. He can he will destroy you. <laughs> and I'm very strong though. He is very very strong. You nearly crack my back in half every time we see each other <laughs> yeah and then we see we cut back to pacifica and dipper they're running through a hallway and they were pursuing by the ghost laughing hurry through the garden watch out for the peacocks and then dipper's like running holding the, the journal and then he gets a peacock <laughs> then dipper come on come on i got it hunting paintings can be only trapping a silver mirror look there's a silver mirror right there as we see they're going to a how convenient. convenient. And then when they go into another room, wait, 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 don't go in there. This room has my parents' favorite carpet pattern. They lose it if we drag money in there. They put, what are you serious? We'll find another way. Come on. And then the, guy, the, the ghost is like, come out. And he keeps laughing. And then, yeah, Dipper is just like, why are you so afraid of your parents? You wouldn't understand. Ugh, hair flip. <laughs> Dad, it's not a phase. Oh, God. They crash through a, a painting of a skeleton in a crown and a robe into a dusty, dark, cobwebbed room. And the ghost flies in the other direction. And then they're like, what is this? And Pacifica is like, I didn't even know this, where this room is. And Dipper's like, hopefully the ghost doesn't either. Yeah, maybe we're safe. But then one of the best... This would screw up a kid because then you see this sheet behind her and you see the ghost, like the it's shape the forming. Thing. It's the Freddy thing from Nightmare on Elm Street. And then it's about to, I guess, swallow Pacifica. And then it's like, Pacifica, look out! Ah, your fate is sealed. And then it's all these silver dishes. And Dipper, of course, sees a mirror. Why is it on a tray full of utensils? Who knows? But... He ends up trapping um, the ghost as it was about to swing its axe down on Pacifica. <laughs> Damn. And they end up in the garden as well. Oh, no, 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 not not yet. But um, they, they lock it in the mirror and they're like, ha ha, yes, they did it. 
and Pacifica hugs Dipper. Yes, and then her eyes open and she's just like, um, <clears throat> can I pay you to pretend that never happened? And this is when a ship got born. Oh, didn't, didn't the, the, the Pacifica, the Pacifica ship. They're 12. Born. It's weird, but yes. Um, then they're just like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> then, of course, the butlers are all like, mm, yes, of course. Um, okay, aren't you going to stay for the party? And he's like, nope, got a Category 10 ghost to dispose of. And uh, he's like, <laughs> Category 10. <laughs> and then Dipper's like, call me crazy, but maybe she's not that bad after all. And the ghost is like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he has like a, like a circle because he's going to exercise the ghost. And also the mirror looks a lot like the mirror from Beauty and the Beast. The animated one. It does. Maybe that's maybe that's the um maybe I can't believe that's that was a, I just think of it as right now because if you see the back, it looks identical, like the design. Do 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 And then you just see maybe Pacifica is the beast. Oh, I mean, she does have the mansion. And Dipper has the book. And he doesn't want to be in a place where he doesn't belong like Belle. Cogsworth is definitely Grenda. Yes! Uh, Lumiere. Lumiere is Mabel, yes. if there is any character. <laughs> and, and then we see the I don't know, goes... Candy could be like the feather duster, I guess. Or Mrs. Potts. No, or, Grenda, no, no Grenda Mrs. Could Potts. Be, Grenda could be Mrs. Potts. Or the closet. could be just some some big person. <laughs> We're just making fun of Grenda's weight. We're terrible. Oh, uh, Grenda, you're fucking awesome. You're totally my daughter. I love you, like, just the way that you are. Yeah, Grenda, oh, yeah Grenda's she's a great. big girl. She's fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, when you see her hands compared to uh, Mabel and Candy's, they're fucking huge. It's like, damn. And then it says, like, a, you've been had, boy. You remind me of me 150 years ago. What do you mean? 150 years ago this day, the Northwest asked us, Lumberfolk, to build them a mansion on top of the hill. We were told that we would be a service to the town, that once a year they would throw a grand party and all would share in the bounty. It took years of backbreaking labor and sacrifice. But when it was time for the grand party, they promised the common folk of the town. They refused to let us in. You promised, Northwest! As we see the Norwest laughing at their faces. When the trees were gone, the mudslide began. While they were partying and laughing, I was swept away by the storm. As with my final breath. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and then we see... Oh no, no, no. During this, we see that there was a swept up axe. And it embeds itself in his head. You don't see it actually happening. But, like, it's definitely implied. It cuts away before it actually hits his head. But that's why he has the axe in the head. Again, uh, this is a kid's show? Yeah, it says, 150 years are returned from dead. And when the gates is too close to the town, wealthy blood will stain the ground. Hello, Disney. <laughs> we just alive. I was like, damn. And there was no one that they could... And he was transformed into a hideous beast. The Northwests, anyway. Frightened and ashamed of what they have become, they locked themselves in the manor, with only a magic mirror as the only way... Uh, the, the only... Uh, fuck. <laughs> to, um, window to the outside world. 
Yes. And the axe, um, uh, or then uh, the rose that he was given to him. I guess I don't fucking know. I don't know where this is going, but you get it's it's a beauty oh, of the beast God. thing. Oh, I, I like when you're trying to go with the yeah. set of the Pacific as the beast. Yes. Though. For who uh, could ever love a Northwest? Do do do. <laughs> Little town. And shippers, Billy just give you a setup for a for a fan fiction. You're welcome. Oh man, if any shippers, just please credit <laughs> me on that. Yeah, please. <laughs> or and, if Raul's uh, not gonna do it himself. Yeah, oh, I will do it. But the, the thing, also, I love this flashback because it's implying that so many people died to build this manor. And it's kind of shitty that the Northwest, even though the whole thing is based on a lie, but they use their privilege just to fuck up with more people. Hmm. Doesn't sound familiar at all, does it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. America. Mm -hmm. America. And so, and now, like, the Northwest knew about this hunting was coming and determined to help them to avoid ghostly justice. And he goes back into the mansion. And then person was like, thank you so much for coming, Mayor. As a sign of our respect, please thank this chimp's servant. Keep him away from bright lights. He gets grabby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Northwest, you've got some explaining to do. And then Pacifica's happy. Dipper, my love, you came back. <laughs> you lied to me. All you did, all you had to do was let the townsfolk into the party. And then Gaston shows up behind Pacifica. <laughs> all they had to do was let the townsfolk into the party. You could have broken the curse. But you made me do your dirty work. He's like, look who you're talking to, boy. I'm hosting a party for the most powerful people in the world. Do you think they'd come here if they had to rub elbows with your kind racist my kind. good thing dipper's not black otherwise they would never be like different in the show or just like any other ethnicity but white <laughs> it would have been very bad oh i was right about you all along you're just as bad as your parents another link in the world's worst chain mm -hmm. that damn bell and she's like i should have told you but but then she's supposed... ding, 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 mm -hmm. and we see pacifica of course step back it's really fucked up that she has to that, that's like something you do to a dog it's implying a lot like you can make so many backstory on just that building the way the pacifica reacts damn and so also that when you're going back to the damn beauty and the beast remember at the end of the movie that they keep the gates so gates closed from the town not to destroy the man the the, the castle <laughs> Damn it, Billy, you have an idea here. <laughs> I have an idea. What is this sorcery? I don't have ideas. I'm a fucking idiot. I never come up with ideas. I guess you do. And then we see we see Dipper and he's outside, stupid Norwest, making me do their exorcism for them. He's like, Exodus, Dominus, Spookus, Karos. Are you afraid of no ghosts? He's trying to say I'm I'm not afraid of no ghosts, like in the song. I'm just like, who wrote this? <laughs> they goes Dipper please let me get my vengeance on the Northwest. you hate them as much as I I feel you but my sister is in there and you seem like a little unstable very well boy before you banish my soul can these tired lumber eyes gaze upon the trees one final time okay I guess as he holds the mirror into, into the forest I was like it says go nuts man the ghost crackles the mirror as he goes burning hot. 
and Dipper drops the 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 mirror and he breaks and then he the ghost goes free. I was like, yes, vengeance. <laughs> it really shows something that I want to talk about, and it's just how naive Dipper is. Mm-hmm. And like you get it, he's a kid and he's very smart, but he's also you know, still a kid. He's gonna he's very gullible and will fall for certain things. But I think he more He's also he's also um quick to assume the worst in somebody, which is I think a quality that many of us have. And it also carries over to the next episode. Oh my god. Did I just blow your mind? Yes, you do. Yeah, it's a great way of setting that up. I mean, he's done this before. But with the next three episodes taking place in like one or maybe two days, it really does um, hammer in that point. And it shows a lot about Dipper as a character, which um, that's just that's good writing. Mm-hmm. It's a really, it's really good writing. And so we come back into the the ballroom and then we see Mabel with Mario. So it's like, hi, I'm Mabel. So Australia, huh? Do you guys eat kangaroo meat over there or are there strictly pets? Mario's like, I'm from Austria. And then my Mario's like, oh, talk, talk. And then we see Candy. I am Candy. I love tiny hats you wear on your shoulders. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. And uh, then uh, after that, I believe... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, Mabel did the Australia joke. Austria. That's a dumb and dumber callback i would think yeah and then they tag but then um of course mabel if if you were a boat had uh you know what kind of you would be a dream boat that's okay jesus <laughs> i was like damn mabel even i thought that was bad <laughs> but then and then then they start arguing yeah because can candy and mabel and grenda they start arguing because they already had an agreement that they were not gonna court our uh, mario you are flirting with Marius without me? Your flirting style can come off as a bit intense. <laughs> oh, I see. You think I shouldn't be myself just because I'm this I'm in this stupid mansion. I thought you liked my style. And they're like, we do, but these boys might not. Oh, well, then I guess they wouldn't like this either. Hey, Marius! Yeah. <laughs> you got something on your shirt. Boom! (laughs) And they're like, (gasps) and then they all walk away. But then you see Marius look at Grenda, all starry-eyed and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, did did he just have a like a sexual awakening (laughs) or something? I think (laughs) so. He he's must be really into BDS. (laughs) I I feel weird saying that. I mean, again, these are children. And Grenda's really strong though, so she can do. She can be She's the got dominant. man hands. She can be the dominant one if you're gonna go to the BB thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, she has she has man hands. Also, that's why these Ricas are Seinfeld. not. Also, that's why these Ricas are not for children. <laughs> because yeah. we're going to no, the no, adult like, subjects. <laughs> this party was a rousing success. I guess you could say it was a slam dunk. Presto, Jesus. Yeah, yes, yes, I guess, sure. Uh, a toast to our family name. And then all the glasses. And we see that it's cider as well. Because, of course, they couldn't actually do alcohol. The ghost shows up. Generations, lock away. 
My revenge shall have its day as he's showing out from the fireplace and he's he's glowing and beaming. And says the mayor, Oh, the Green Reaper, I'll be wondering when you arrive. Ah! And all of a sudden the ghost points it to the the mayor and turns him into wood. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty messed up because it reminds me of like uh the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yes, when that... Remember the, what the White Witch did, turning them all into statues yes. and everything? I was, Except now it's wood. I was going to say the White Bitch, but yes, the White Witch. I was going to the White Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was where I learned who Tilda Swinton was. And yeah, she scares me sometimes. Wow. My first time I saw Tilda Swinton was in Constantine. Fucking amazing. I watched that for the first time last year. Greatest depiction of hell you will ever see in a movie. I swear to you is right i mean keanu reeves it's not accurate to the comic book at all but it's a pretty damn good movie also warner Bros. you're listening and you're gonna do a sequel to constantine tinder's Witten has an age she can still be gabriel she can still be that angel <laughs> yeah that's that is true <sighs> okay so yes then the ghost is like just one way to change your fates a northwest must open the party gates and then they're like Pacifica because um she's the only one that could do it. Yeah, her parents went down to the bunker along with one of the but- butlers because they're terrible people. And then the ghost is kind of turning everyone to wood, and he just started rhyming for some reason. <laughs> I need your help, Pacifica. And then uh, like he finds her up in the room, and she just has her head down in her lap and is like, "You want to know why this room was locked up?" This is what I found in here. A painted record of every horrible thing that my family's ever done. Lying, cheating, and then there's me. I lied to you just because I'm too scared to talk back to my stupid parents. And we see, for some reason, who is this genius that decided to paint what actually happened? That's my only complaint. I'm like, why? I was gonna say that, that you're leaving a paper trail. I was gonna bring that up right now. I mean, yeah, you 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 lock it in a room, but like... You see, like, given the land of the Indians, the um, fingers crossed behind the back, and you see the money bags and everything. It's just like, I mean, granted, that's, again, America, but, um, like, shit. Yeah, Man. we know. Why would you Why would you do that? It's not we like a photo. We know that President Norwest is a hardcore Republican. <laughs> oh, no, if there were any anti-vaxxers, it would be the Northwest's parents. And most asswipe conservative, like rich people. Yeah, and then Pacifica's like a and most so mostly just conservatives. Mm-hmm. It says lying and cheating, and then there's me, and then but the person's like Pacifica. I'm sorry about what I said earlier. Just because your your parents' daughter doesn't mean that you have to be like them. And the ghost is like it's too late. And then and then you all would. And as we see. Candy, Mabel, Grenda, so many guests already turning to into wood. And then uh after that, and then he's just like, um, no, no, someone help, help. And then Dipper freezes in the same pose of when um Season two, episode two, into the bunker. Into the bunker. The same pose that the shapeshifter did. Foreshadow. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a great callback to that. I the first time I saw this moment where he turns into wood for a second I forgot that I was watching a kid show. I was so worried. I thought it was like 
did the bird just die? Because the thing said, you're going to die like this. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I was so scared in that moment. The first time I saw this episode, way back four years ago. And then Pacifica, she's seeing that Dipper is already turning to wood and there's no one else at the party. And there's like a a forest of dead and a lesson learned. Now the Northwest Manor will burn. And as we see, um, a portrait of President Priscilla and Pacifica is burning on, is on fire. And Pacifica goes, hey, ugly, over here. You want to let to let the... You want me to let in the townsfolk? Because I'll do it. Just change everyone back. You wish to prove yourself and pull that lever and open the grand gate to the town. Fulfill your ancestors' promise. Sorry, but yeah, the gate is opened by a lever, which we saw earlier when they were getting into the party. Yeah, and then Preston shows up from a hatch. And Pacifica Elise Northwest. And in my head, I'm like, maybe she was elite? Pacifica Elite Northwest, just to make it more on the rich? Yeah, but no, her middle name is Elise. <laughs> Stop the system. We can let the town see us like this. We hold a reputation to uphold. Now come into the panel room. There's enough mini sandwiches and oxygen to last you and me and a butler for a full week. <laughs> and forget about and forget about the mom. Oh yeah, the mom is there too. Yeah, Priscilla. She doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's mostly her father. Yeah, Preston is the most important of both of them. And he's just like, you dare disobey us? And then starts ringing the bell. Dingly dingly. Is this bell broken? And then you see that she stops at first because of the conditioning and the fear, but she manages to go through and is just like uh or he just goes, is this bell broken? Our family name is broken. I'm going to fix it. Pulls the lever. And it opens, and we just see fucking Tyler. <laughs> His eyes are Glowing. so big. Get it. Get it. <laughs> and everybody is there as well. All the townsfolk. The USA guy, Lazy Susan, Toby Determined, the fucking pizza guy. <laughs> like, the guy with the pizza shirt. Not, not an actual pizza delivery guy, but... uh. And he's just like, yes, yes, it's happening. My heart, once hard as oak, now grows soft like more of a birch or something. something. (laughs) And then everybody just comes right in and starts trashing the place. And all the people that turned into wood are now um, normal again. And then the ghost is like, Pacifica, you are not like the other Northwest. I feel lumber justice. And then he fades away. And, but the axe doesn't fade away. It just falls to the ground and sinks. Lumber justice coming soon to uh, CBS. <laughs> that's like three guys who paint. <laughs> <laughs> coming this fall to CBS. Oh, oh it's canceled. <laughs> did, did it even last a week? Wow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Fucking Manly Dan um, jumps into the cider fountain. He's like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> then Priscilla's like, good lord, the riffraff, they're everywhere. And then we see Tyler picking up a fork and placing it down. I was like, that's not how the fork should be placed. And they're like, oh, man, what happened? And they're like, Granda, we're sorry. We shouldn't have left you behind. And she's like, it's okay. Maybe I do need to work on my flirting. Come on, let's go dunk our heads in some cheese and chocolate. Friends? Friends. Oh, there's it. And then we see Marius. Wait, don't go. Granda, was it? I must speak with you. There is something about you. I can't get you out of my head. You're so bold and confident. 
I know you are probably out of my league, but might I give you my phone number? I don't have a phone. Write it on my face. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, get it, girl. <laughs> I call bridesmaid. What? I call co-bridesmaid. <laughs> and then Dipper's like, man, if your family hates you for this, they're idiots. This is great. Pacifica, enjoy while it lasts. Next year, they're sure they're going to look everyone out again. Dipper, hey, guess, guess what we're standing on? And then we're seeing that they're standing on mud and all the, the carpet. Oh, it's a white it's a carpet, white carpet. Mm-hmm. as well. But said, ha! And then they start having fun, and then this is the other shipping moment. Oh, yeah, no, um, they did trap the ghost outside in the garden, and uh, she was just like, watch out for peacocks! <laughs> they have multiple peacocks in the garden. And they knock it over Disney knocking over an NBC? <laughs> maybe, maybe. But then she's just like, okay, I gotta find somebody to clean this up. And then McGuck gets, ooh, scoopity doo, horn swaggling McGuck knees. Whoa, 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 what's up, McGucket? And then he's just like, um, grab Dipper. No, McGucket grabs Dipper by the shoulders, you know, to talk in private. And he's like, Dipper, I've been looking for you. I fixed the laptop. I've been doing calculations, and I think something terrible is coming. The apocalypse, the end times. What now, my kid? How we talk about this stuff tomorrow? It's a party that has some fun, huh? But, and then you just see he's like, uh, he opens up the laptop and the screen reads imminent threat and what appears to be a countdown showing less or shows like 21 hours and it's just counting down till um, the portal that Stan has been working on activates because that's what we know. He's like, oh, this is bad. Something's coming. Something's big. And we see that the camera... But also we see the rock. Yeah, the camera pans just above McGucket. And then this tapestry with a triangle eye that looks very similar to Bill Cipher. With a burning landscape and cowering figures. And the worship... And only in all red. in red. And people worshiping yeah. him. And skulls and bones are lying on the ground as well. It's a pretty messed up image. Hello, Disney. <laughs> just gonna say when this is one of the darkest episodes of the series i mean it's not the darkest but we'll get there and then uh well if walt disney would have been alive people would have died in this episode (laughs) it would have been so dark maybe (laughs) but then we cut the mid-credits scene and it's uh agent powers in a i want to say it's insensitive though like he's dressed up in like uh arab attire oh yeah and uh, then we see Agent Trigger um, dressed as a woman in drag. A woman alone at last. You could drop the act, Trigger. There's seeing activity on the machine. It's go time. And then they argue, where's my phone? I don't have it. Yes, you do. It was in your purse. Oh, so I'm just supposed to hold on to everything for you? I asked you when we were in the car. Why do you always have to fight at parties? And then we see Tambri about to put her coat in there and it just goes, not even gonna ask. And then it cuts with a cryptogram and um which is like a totem looking wood carving. And then that's the episode. So yeah, that was Northwest Mystery Manor. So thoughts. This episode is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much it. That, uh, that's enough said. Like I already said everything. It has horror, it has Ghostbusters references, it has this is technically the odd one of episode 10, 11, and 12. 
because I see these three episodes is kind of like a mini movie. The end of the second act. It's uh, it's already teasing the end of the second act, and so this is a great first act to the end of act two. Yes. Oh, you know what? This does act as a great trilogy, like you said. Uh-huh. So yeah, we'll. I would say originally that the next episode, which we will get to, um, is the end of the second act. But really, it's two episodes from now because they're all part of the story. And oh, these next two episodes are critical. Yes. Oh my god, they're going to be probably some of our longest episodes. There's so many fucking answers. Like a lot. Yeah, this is the beginning of the end. Of the end. <laughs> we are we're almost towards the start at the end of the finish line, if that makes any sense. Yeah, we're so close. Yes, so we got some revelations. We see Pacifica is afraid of her parents. They were con- very controlling of what she does and like literally is um controlling what she does for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw that Pacifica's dad is named Preston. Um, her middle name is Elise. Priscilla. Um, yeah, and Pacifica's middle name is Elise. She was once crowned Miss Gravity Falls. They have a secret history of fraud and deception of lies, deceptions. Jesus. Oh, it's the greatest movie ever. Uh, Dipper is now. Oh. Be quiet, you. Uh, he's a, seen as a source of authority regarding the supernatural problems, and he's now actually being taken seriously by the town. Mm-hmm. He hates fancy parties, and Mabel, Candy, and Grenda love them. And mm-hmm. we also see that Wendy's family line has resided in Gravity Falls for at least 150 years, because I'm pretty sure this ghost is the descendant of the uh, of Wendy's family. Oh, They're all lumberjacks. Yeah, that, that will be a great link. We got a lot of continuity. Since the defeat of the Blind Eye Society and Society of the Blind Eye, the citizens of Gravity Falls finally begin to notice the paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. Th- I mean, think about that. Why do you think that... Um, uh, that's a good point. I never really thought about it. Now the townsfolk know. The bad in the headline in the, in the, in the paper, that's a great continuity. Yeah. Um, the irrational treasure, using the black light, the form from the shapeshifter... We see Robbie and Tambri in the background. They're continuing their relationship from the last episode. Triggering powers that they have been on the background this whole season. Grenda charms Austrian royalty, hinting at the possibility of her marrying a rich, as revealed in a cryptogram from Dipper and Mabel's Guide to Mystery and Nonstop Fun. Hmm. Ooh. McGucket attempts to meet with Dipper regarding his recovered memories as a follow-up to the things he learned from and goal of rebuilding his life from Society of the Blind Eye. The laptop is fixed from there. Um, powers and trigger are tracking the portal. Cryptogram reiterates the cryptogram hidden within the show's title sequence. Mm. It also foreshadows the title of the next episode. We'll, I don't want to say what the next title is just to keep the suspense going. If you've seen Gravity Falls, you know what it's called. Everybody, if any Gravity Falls fans. If we have someone, this will be cool. To eat at us, if we have someone that is watching the show for the first time as he's listening to the podcast, I'm so sorry that you wait sometimes a few weeks for the new episode, but that would be so cool. Yeah, that's mostly because that that's mostly because Raul doesn't really have much time to edit, and 
if he's the one that edits all the episodes, and he will until the very end. When we start our next series, I will start editing. Yeah, Gravity Falls is my baby. So the Gravity Falls recap is, is my baby. <laughs> yeah, he started it and he's going to end it. Whenever that is, probably the end of next year at this pace. <laughs> um, Even then. <laughs> we, we, we'll see. We're trying to get more out. And um, we see that Mabel is still on good terms with Pacifica after the Gulf War. Yeah. Not the one by George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> the second name of the episode is Northwest Mansion Noir. Ooh. A black and white version of this episode will have been great, though. According to Alex Hirsch, this episode was never supposed to be named that. But um, it was changed to the regular Northwest Manor Mystery, Mansion Mystery. It, it happens all the time. They changed the two titles for whatever reason. Neither Stan nor Seuss appear in this episode, although Alex Hirsch is credited for voicing both of them. And this is the only full-length episode in which Stan does not appear. And originally, Seuss was meant to appear in some form, but was left out due to time constraints. That's another thing that's unique about this, because you never see an episode without Stan. True. Like, ever, in some form or another. Even if he's just like, all right, I gotta go. Bye, kids. And also, this episode is one of the few episodes when it's not the shack is not the main purpose of the story yeah it doesn't take place at the mystery shack uh-huh oh i found a good piece of trivia right here the 21 hours to the disaster it's referencing it's referencing the respective number of days between this episode and the next oh i think it was 21 hours not 21 days cool yeah so this came later in a month and throughout the episode, Pacifica begins dropping her regular speech pattern, which shows character development. Because she always talked in that snooty way. Mm-hmm. And now she's sort of dropped that. That's a good thing. Uh, the design for one of Pacifica's formal wear includes red gloves to symbolize the blood on her family's hand. Oh, nice. And then we get the cryptograms. The end credits cipher, um, using the Visionaire cipher, it translates to Next up on UTBAHC, used to be about History Channel. Did aliens write the Constitution, Crawdads and Tiaras, and Florida, the show? Nah. <laughs> the key The key word in that is cursed, and it's found in every other window on the top floor of the Northwest Mansion. So that's from an establishing shot, so that's very tricky to find. And then we see the, the end cipher, which is this wooden totem as well and it translates to stan is not what he seems stan is not what he seems stan is not what he seems damn that's that is some great foreshadowing man so yeah um do you just want to go to the rankings uh this episode is an 11 for me this is a perfect episode for me yeah, there's not really anything else to say, but for me, it's uh it's a ten. Mmm, good one. It's a perfect ten. Like it shows everything great about the show, how far it's progressed. And I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I know, shocker. Damn you, Alex Hirsch, for actually doing your job and making good content. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, also yeah. that he got lucky that the show didn't get canceled before the, before his time. I'm so oh, sorry for God. the Owl House fans. 
Yeah, at least Owl House hopefully concludes okay. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. But, um... It's bad yeah. that Disney gave four seasons to a really bad show. <laughs> Star Wars is the Forces of Evil. Ooh, Ooh. okay, the, fir- the first two seasons aren't that bad. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 but... That's a show and that then, went and past then, like, time. And then, like, the first, like, maybe half... Third maybe of like the, third the first season. five of season three were only good yeah and then it's just bad and i told him this too i'm like you're not gonna like it at all lo and behold i was right um it's pretty liar season six and seven bad how <laughs> star versus the forces of evil got but we're not here to talk about that yeah but yeah and this episode is amazing yes oh the next one I'm not even gonna say what the pi- uh the title is, because we already gave the clue. We already gave the clue, but the next one is one of the most adult, heartfelt, and greatest plot twists I have ever seen that Disney has pulled off. That's the only thing that I will say. You'll get all I'll say. Mm-hmm. You'll hear my thoughts next. Oh time. my god! Yes. And as always, and this, you can find me at RobertRDC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on TikTok at RobertRDC. You can follow the podcast on SYNS Pod. And also, you can give us a review, a like, and you can also subscribe on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple. And please give us a nice review. Don't be like that asshole. And you believe? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at MasterPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our Twitter at SYNSPod, as well as give us a five-star review and write a review on Apple. And also listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Anchor, SoundCloud, wherever podcasts are listened to. And as always, see you next summer. Dun, 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 dun. Remember, reality is an illusion. The universe is a hologram. Bye, go, bye.